beautiful humans. Welcome back to another episode of the I Like Birds podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rippy, and this podcast is dedicated to the non-believers, the confused believers, and the true believers, because I, at one time or another, was all three, and I'm here to help you get a better understanding of who Jesus is and what he's all about. Let's grow in our faith together. You learn as I learn. I like the Bible, and I like words, so therefore, I like birds. Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the I Like Birds podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rippey. I appreciate you being here today. And this episode is actually brought to you by Under the Cedar Trees, a shop on Etsy, Under the Cedar Trees. You can get essential oil bottles. You can get labels for your bottles. You can get floral rollers for your body you can get face serums and so many other goodies including homemade body butters and even homemade beeswax candles for the crib check out my wife Catherine, my wife's little shop and support her small business if you can if you can afford it we got some things on there that's like a dollar like three dollars like fifteen dollars all right at Under the Cedar Trees on Instagram for more details. Under the Cedar Trees on Instagram for more details. All right, guys, we're back in the studio. We got two episodes dropping in one week. It's been a crazy week uh, in the country, to say the least. Uh... I don't even know what to believe. I don't even really know what to make of the situation at hand. But, uh... We're going to get into the word of God shortly, but I can't not talk about the elephant in the room because it's Friday, November 5th, and we still have no idea who the president is or is going to be. The media and counted votes, mostly the media, are pointing towards Biden. And I don't even want to comment on the fraud or the dead people that are voting for Biden, but I will I will say that I'm relieved in this aspect, y'all. Whether you voted for Biden or Trump, this is a great thing for everybody involved, okay? The Republicans won a lot of House seats, and they maintained the majority in the Senate, it's looking like, which is so huge because that protects the country from radical policies and complete nonsense agendas that the Biden party represents any foolish policies that would end up being detrimental to America and American jobs and foreign policy will not be passed due to this huge silver lining that is happening right now in this election everyone and their mom was telling us it was going to be a blue wave which means for those that don't really follow politics it's big deal it means it was going to be a sweep in all states of Democrats getting in the Senate and the House of Congress, and they were going to take over the majority where it was going to be the president, it was going to be the Senate, it was going to be the Congress, and that's why they really didn't want uh, Amy Comey Barrett going in because they wanted to have complete control of every single uh, legislative, executive, and judicial branch possible, which is mind-blowing and bonkers that, that, uh, that like that's their agenda and they didn't even hide it, right? They legit were like, no, we want everybody that was that's a Democrat to be in everything uh, so we can pass any kind of law we want, which is nonsense. But I'm so glad that that is not going to be the case. 
And God came through and answered our prayers. Because that's what my fear is. That's the only reason I've been following politics. Because they told us that a blue wave was coming. The media, the the liberal uh, political party, and just everybody that you see was telling us because how Trump handled COVID and just how a lot, how much they've just attacked his presidency over these last four years. And granted, uh, he's definitely made it easy on them with what he says and does. Uh, but that's what they told us. They told us it was going to be a blue wave. And that's why this election was so important, y'all. It was so important. And we cannot have a one-sided government. And even if it was all Republicans, and I don't even know if I consider myself a Republican, I was just like really just stressing this election because of that blue wave that they were talking about. We need a balanced democracy. Even if the liberals have been uh, extremists for the last four years, uh, throwing... Uh, anything and everything at Donald Trump. Uh, I'm sure you guys have been aware. Uh, fake impeachments, uh, a fake Russian hoax that took like three years to uh, get cleared and they didn't even really come out and apologize for it or say they were wrong. They just kind of moved on to uh, something else, uh, COVID. Uh, they accused Trump of being a racist, a sexist, a xenophobe. Uh, they even blamed him for 200,000 people dying from COVID. Which in reality, it was like 36,000 people because they juiced the numbers. Like if you got hit by a car, they said you died of COVID. If you fell down and sprained your ankle, they said you tested positive for COVID. And the more deaths, the better is what the left was running on as a campaign. They used COVID as a way to make Trump look bad and make his presidency crumble in the eyes of the naive American people. Now, let's just speak truth, guys. Let's just speak truth. Regardless of who you voted for, the media and the Democrats were so wrong, so wrong, so off and completely lied to us for four years about Trump and about COVID and about everything else. And let's start here. I'm, I have a big belief in truth, and that's why I'm actually talking about this right now. It's just because they lied to us, right? The political polls had Biden up by like 11 to 14% nationally points. Every poll you saw was Biden just being a landslide, and they had him almost 7 to 10 points in almost every state, including the battleground states, which they were completely wrong about, even with big tech. Social media platforms, mainstream media, billionaires, athletes, newspapers, and journalists all attacking Trump for four years. He is still, to this day on Friday, still in the running to win this election. Now, I don't think he's going to be able to do it. Uh, I'm not losing uh, hope, but also just the way you just see it going, it's kind of, everything's kind of pointing that Biden's going to win it, even with the... um, even with their lawyers getting involved and stuff like that. And it may go to the Supreme Court. We don't know. We'll see. But how crazy is that, though? That the proof, this is proof, guys. This is proof that the media is full of it. I mean, I've been saying it for a while. A lot of people have been saying it for a while, if you open up our eyes. But a lot of times we don't want to believe that because that's our only gauge of seeing what's going on in reality when it comes to politics and when it comes to laws and chaos and government. Like that's our only, they're the middleman. So it sucks that we can't trust them, but we can't. Guys, we can't. So when you see something, make sure that if it feels sketchy, it's probably sketchy. The whole political system has been debunked by Trump. 
You can hate his personality all you want and his non-political correctness all you want, but the dude has changed American politics forever. Forever. It's never going to be the same again, which is which is so cool. I think I think once we look back on this man, we're going to really just see uh, the clearer picture of like what this really was, you know? Same thing with COVID. We're going to look back and we're going to see what COVID really was, which I think it was just for this election. But, you know, other countries are struggling with it, too. Uh, but I think our the way we responded to COVID is the way uh, other countries follow suit. So I'm not, I don't know, I'm not an expert in that, but that's just kind of my, my theory, at least right now. Um, and then uh, it's also a, it's a way to grab power amongst your people, you know? So anyway, let's not really go, go talk about that, but let's go deeper on this subject real quick. Trump was labeled a racist and a sexist for four years. Four years. Not only that, all the people that supported him, and even more so those who voted for him, were also labeled a racist and a sexist. Yet Trump in this election, this one right now, y'all, 2020 election, had the best minority votes for a Republican in 60 years. 60 years, and here are the stats specifically because I got you. I got you, guys. I'm here for you. According to uh, the Washington Post and Edison Research National Exiting Poll found that 55% of white women, 18% of black males, 8% of black women, uh, 36% of Hispanic slash Latino men, and 28% uh, for Hispanic Latino women, and 37% of all other voters cast ballots for Trump. And here's the, the plus margin, all right? So black men, uh, black men voted for him. I think it went up uh, plus four. So I think it was like 8% in, um, in 16, and then this year it's uh, 12%. And black women went up 4% as well, plus 4. Latino men, plus 3. Latino women, plus 3. And white women, plus 2. I'm very surprised about that with all the Karens out there. And here's a weird one. Here's a weird one, y'all. Minus 5 for white men. More on that later. And keep in mind, this is exit polls, so it's not 100% uh, stats yet. So um, I will say that there, more, there will be more stats to come out, but I really do feel like that is the the energy around this campaign is that uh, it just exposes the lies. It exposes the lies that have been told. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, this is this is the the point of me telling you guys this on the I Like Bird show. We spent eight minutes right now telling you this. And it's, this is just it. I give you my permission to live your truth. Don't let anyone tell you how to feel, especially from a group of people who are sheep just following the words of a narrative that has completely fabricated by left-wing politics. And the media that supports them. They have conditioned people to believe that Trump is a racist. You've heard it. Everybody that has voted has heard that. Everybody that lives in America that has a phone has heard that Trump is a racist. And that's the only way they can win the election. Clearly, white men voted for Trump minus five less this year than in 2016 because white men got tired of also being called a racist for just supporting a guy who is not proven a racist. The opposite. You see what he's doing with the platinum plan. You've seen uh, Herschel Walker come out. You've seen many black people on his RNC talk about him, how he's done stuff for uh, criminal reform. Like, come on now. Come on, man. I don't know Trump personally, but trust me, I'm a nerd and I've done 
a lot of research on the guy for these last six months because I wanted to know who I was voting for, man. I wanted to know who I wasn't voting for, too, you know? And I've been in my Bible and I've been in the politics game now way more than I should be a little bit. But I had to be because I saw where the country was going if the blue wave was one like they said it was going to be. And they were wrong. They were wrong, baby. And I'm so glad they were wrong. They were wrong on the polls. And let me just say this. You know, have you seen how they're jumping and they gave Biden all these states before he actually even won it? It's kind of like they were just trying to like push that narrative of like the, the energy towards like, oh, he won so that uh, everybody would just kind of take their foot off the gas. And then it turns out uh, Arizona had like a million votes to still count. And a lot of the counties that weren't even counted were, were uh, Republican counties. It's just crazy, man. Uh, and that was Fox News. You know, it's just crazy because even Fox News, who is known as the the Republican um, network, which they had to be in order to get the views that they get. But it seems like they flip flop too, man. They're just flip flopping with whatever's in and whatever can get them the most ratings and whatever the agenda is behind uh, the media right now. And they were wrong on the polls, man. They were wrong on the, the, the racist issues. They were wrong on COVID. And I'm so hyped just to see all the exposed truths that came out of this whole election. And it feels like, it feels like it's boiling right now. It really does. You know, it feels like people are catching on. People are like, wait, Trump is like actually in this? Like he could still win? And even if Grandpa Joe Biden is in office, we know how to vote in the future, which is a blessing, guys. We actually know how to pay attention. We know that the media lies to us. We know uh, now we should just be looking at policies. You know, we didn't hire uh, we didn't hire Trump to be a person out like Oh, we didn't hire him because we liked his personality. We hired him to get the job done. We hired him so we didn't have to go back to war like we did with uh, Bush and Biden or um, Obama, right? We didn't we didn't want to be in war anymore, you know, and Trump actually didn't make us go to war. He did the opposite. We got multiple uh, peace deals in the Middle East, specifically Israel. And if you read the Bible and you believe in the Bible, that's an important uh, important deal. He was nominated for like three Nobel Peace Prizes because of that, which is incredible. And so, yeah, man, we know how to vote in the future, which is so great. It's so great. And we know it was all a lie these last four years. Uh, They wanted Trump out because he wasn't one of them. He wasn't one of them. He wasn't a politician. He was just a guy that's like, yo, I don't really like the way the country's been going. I'm going to run for office. And they thought he was crazy. They thought he didn't have a chance in the Republican Party. And then boom, 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 just came out, just swinging, just getting votes, getting that nomination. And then bam, beat Hillary when all the polls were saying she was going to win again, too. So two back to back years, Trump flipped the whole game on its head, you know, and it's like it's just crazy because, you know, we, we were conformed to just not, you know, be vocal about rocking with Trump. But at the same time, you got to get the dude props. You got to. He went against everything that they were trying to do, and we legit needed a president like that for these soft times that we're currently living in. And and even if you voted for Biden and you felt like you made the right decision, good. I respect that. Trump's presidency was chaos because of the media. Maybe you at home, you listening to this, maybe you just needed a break. Maybe you just needed a breather. You're like, 2020's been crazy. They're coming after Trump left and right. I'm so tired of seeing his tweets. I'm so tired of seeing his name. I'm so tired of people seeing attacking him. And all, you know, everybody always says that Trump is the divisive one. And it's interesting because this kind of seems like a mirroring, a mirroring thing. You know, it's like a projecting thing. It's like, oh, he's the one that's this, but really they're that. 
You know, the people that are saying that he's this, they're really that. You know, the people that are saying that he's really racist, they're really racist. You know, I don't know. I just feel, that's the way it feels. It feels that way. You know, if you don't vote for, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you ain't black. You gonna tell me that's not racist? Chelsea Handler saying like, "Oh, I need to remind Fifty Cent he's black and who he should, who he needs to be voting for." Telling a black dude how to think and how to vote? You tell me that's not racist? Come on, B. Come on, B. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a dude in my room telling the truth. You know, I'm just a waiter at Doc B's. That's what I always say at work. Whenever I say something that's kind of truthful and and uh, and uh, confrontational, not confrontational, but like uh, just. I don't know, just truth. <laughs> I'm always just like, ah, I'm just a waiter at Doc B's, you know? Uh, it's my way of just getting out of it and walking away, you know, without, you know, having to go back and forth. But uh, yeah, man, Trump's presidency was chaos because of the media and because of Trump actually going blow for blow with them. Like he never surrendered. He never backed down. Uh, and he never did anything for me personally to make me feel like he didn't truly love the country. You know, I don't agree with every single thing he did. I don't agree with every policy. Of course not. I'm not, I'm not like die hard. I don't have a MAGA hat. All right. <laughs> I just had to vote for somebody, you know? Uh, and I think we'll all look back on this presidency, regardless of your opinion. Now, if you're not liking what I'm talking about right now, or if you voted that w- the other way and, uh, or even if you feel like me and you just had to choose one, you know, uh, I think we'll look back on his presidency, uh, in 2020 hindsight. No pun intended. And I think we'll say, dang, he was a real one. We'll never see a president like that again. You know, because who else would take that kind of beating for four years from people, man? Like, I don't know. Like, the fact that he took it on the chin like that and fought back and uh, never back. I don't know, man. I just think that I think we made a mistake in America. I don't know. It feels like we... I think we wanted Trump, like as America as a whole, we wanted Trump out of office so bad just because they told us we wanted him out of office. But I do think we're going to regret that. Especially like with China. I don't know. That that whole China situation feels mad sketchy. It feels like they uh, implemented COVID on multiple nations on purpose to uh, obtain world power, especially over America. Cause, like what's one way to uh, completely destroy the political uh system in america oh yeah you take away 30 million jobs yeah i don't know seems a little sketchy and i don't know man i'll I'll tell you guys the truth you guys kind of already know this if you listen to the show a lot i just respect people who tell it like it is and they say the wrong thing from time to time because hey zach rippy does the exact same thing every day and it's one of my most attractive attributes My, my wife said that was my wife said that that was one of the main reasons that she wanted to marry me which I love that. When she told me that, oh my gosh, it made my heart beat so fast. I got goosebumps. I had hair growing on my head that wasn't there. All right, I'm playing about that last part. You already know, ain't no hair growing on his head anymore. Because, I don't know, I I said what I felt and I meant what I said is what she said. She, she just loved that. And she doesn't like soft and gushy-gushy cancel culture rhetoric. You know, she dated somebody before me that was just very like, by the book and just kind of, kind of, kind of boring. <laughs> All right. And she just really respected that, you know, I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to say inappropriate stuff that they, they, that people don't want to hear. But at the end of the day, I have a good heart and I, I'm just speaking from the heart, you know, speaking of which I truly hope, I truly hope that this is a tipping point of cancel culture. I hope that's over. I really do. I hope, Oh, I'm offended by everything is over. I hope 
uh, non-binary, putting your pronoun in your Twitter bio, the Oregon uh, mayor. I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram story about that because that was just, that was crazy. This dude is like uh, the the mayor of Oregon put his pronouns in his Twitter bio and he put him, uh, his, himself when he's like, he's not of the opposite sex that God made him to be, yet he felt the need to put that in his non-binary um, or in his bio that said non Anyway, you guys get the point. But I also hope the 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 culture of just supporting everything that exists under the sun wave culture. Oh, you can be black even though you're white if you feel like you're black. You know, you can be... Uh, I don't even want to go into that, but we've just found ourselves in this like opposite of God way of living. And it would just be so nice to just be real again, you know, and be able to have that voice and just be real again and not feel like you're going to offend somebody and just be like, even if you do offend somebody, like just be real and be like, who cares if I offend you? You know, like what's up? I'm, I'm a good dude. I have a good heart. I'm right with God. I don't need to uh, conform for you just because you're going to get offended at what I say. Like, Oh, you let your son have a sex change at eight years old? Yeah, I want to be able to be like, yeah, that's nonsense. Who let you have kids? Like, I think that you should be allowed to say that. I feel like, why not? You know, and that's kind of what Trump kind of stood for. Right? That's kind of what Trump stood for is like, say say what you want to say. Say what comes from the chest. And I don't know. I just think that we're going to miss him, man. I, I don't want to feel like it's over, but it feels kind of like it's over. Uh, at least... Until, yeah, I don't even know what's going on with that. So I haven't, I've been following it, but also like it's so confusing because it really does feel like um, they're pumping the stats. I, I don't, I don't even know. It feels like the same people that are uh, counting the votes are also counting the COVID numbers. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's funny. Uh, I cracked myself up, but man, yeah, I just really want us to go back to living our truth. I want us to be able to say something that we feel that is totally in line with the way God created us to be without us feeling shunned in culture and just and just uh, like we can't say it or we get attacked or we can't believe this way or we don't believe in women's rights. Like, oh, yeah, sweetie, if you want uh, to have an abortion at nine months, you can. It's your right to kill a baby because you want to keep going to Club Czar on Friday nights and you can't find a babysitter. I'm glad you saved up that 600 bucks. You had nine months to do it because of our policies to entice young voters who haven't even experienced the real world. But Twitter told them women's rights are human rights. Oh, I was going to have a daughter. Oh, well, we don't really count those women's rights now, do we? Vote blue. <laughs> I'm going off the rails right now, but hey, that was just a joke. Don't cancel me before I'm even on. Uh, but seriously, man, I just got to say it, like I said it before on this show, that I feel I can't, I just can't believe the world that we're living in when Kanye West is the biggest pro-life advocate in America right now. How sad is that? And it took four years. I will say this. I'm a little disappointed about this, but also kind of excited about this because it was like a step in the right direction. It took four years for uh, Ivanka Trump, who's Trump's uh, daughter, who's like, you know, a big part of his campaign in the Republican Party and just politics in general. She finally came out and said that after having her daughter, she is uh she supports pro-life, you know, and it took it didn't she didn't she was indifferent. She didn't say yes or no on it, but she came out and said she supports pro-life. So hopefully, hopefully that picks up again. man. And hopefully that uh, with Amy Comey Barrett back in uh, the Supreme Court, hopefully that helps a little bit. And I'm not saying completely just, you know, rip the bandaid off, you know, right away because that might just cause chaos but at least i don't know come up with something man because there's just way too much 
um, of that going on. And, you know, I don't know, the more you read the Bible, the more you realize that like God literally loves every single life that he creates and probably just breaks his heart. Can you imagine like you creating something for like a purpose and like his glory? And then somebody's just like, well, come on down to Planned Parenthood for four, $499. You can get a special. And then they just walk out and then go back to the club or back to wherever they're, they're going. And then they have a few more after that. It's just sad, man. It's just real sad. You guys get the point, man. You guys get the point what I'm trying to do. We need to just stop bending to society's new norms just to stay out of confrontation. And I'm not saying be confrontational because clearly I'm on a podcast. I'm not on Facebook because I know I know better, you know, but don't bend on how you believe God created the world to be to please other people who don't even matter. They will cancel you for saying a joke about abortion. Like if I blow up and I make it huge, they will clip that part of me just saying what I said and just leave it completely at that. And they'll put it all over Twitter and I have to live with that. But if they cancel you, obviously those people don't matter because they don't really see who you are. They don't know your heart. And all these people who are always mad about something are total hypocrites. Every single time they're the most flip floppy group of people I've ever seen in my entire life. One day they say this, the next week they say this. They think they're righteous too. They think they're righteous. Do you guys notice that? They think they're the good guys. They want you to accept them no matter what so that they can win and say, I told you, even when you accept them, they change something else. Like we, (laughs) should I say this? All right, I'm going to do it, whatever. They, (laughs) like we accepted Sam Smith, the great talented singer. We accepted him being gay. We're like, all right, you're gay, man. We support you. We like your music. We're going to let you be you. And then it wasn't good enough. He had to come out and be like, I actually uh, don't consider myself male or female. I want you to call me they. It's like, are you, do you just want everybody to say, hey, look at me? Like, is that what your name is? Hey, look at me. (laughs) You know, that's the way it feels. It's like, it's never good enough. It's because, guys, I'll tell you right now, it's because you don't know God. You are always seeking God in everything that you do. We just don't know it yet. You know, and that law, the lost people like that and the confused people like that, they don't know if they're a man or a woman. They just want to be called they. Can you imagine you just being like, I don't want to be called him anymore. You know, the world accepted me as gay and it's not even enough. And I read something that was so sad. This was like, in, uh, I think it was like two months in, in the COVID. I read this article that just broke my heart. This like young YouTuber who was like known as being gay came out and he put up a YouTube video about how he's really found God and he's trying to turn away from from uh, um, from you having those lustful thoughts and uh, lustful actions for the for the same sex. And he came out and he said that. And the article, like he was just, you know, speaking his truth. The article ripped him and saying how dangerous it is for him to do that because all the people that follow him that are of that orientation uh, are going to come out and they're going to be contemplating suicide because they feel like they're no longer accepted into this YouTube. Oh, my gosh. It was the most ridiculous article I've ever seen in my life. And it was so sad because it was shared all over Uh, like people just being like, oh, this is so true. He should have never did that. He should have never lived his truth and turned away from, uh, that behavior when he was in his, like, he's like 18, 17, 16, 18 years old in that little gap range of, uh, of age demographic. And he was influencing young kids and stuff like that that also supported him. And I'm sure 
were in the same kind of boat he was. And he just came out and spoke his truth and they ripped him for it. They ripped him for it. The same people that were preaching like, hey, you need to accept all people. You need to accept us. You need to accept. They ripped him when he said he wasn't one of them. Hypocrites. Hypocritical. They want you to accept them so they can win. And it's not even good enough. They have limited inner purity, but they walk around like they're the Pharisees. Let's get into the word of God. Mark chapter 7. Oh, that felt good. I'm sweating over here like a preacher. All right, one through five. Let's go, baby. Jesus teaches about inner purity. Listen to this, guys. This is so important. Uh, one day, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law arrived from Jerusalem to see Jesus. They noticed that some of his disciples failed to follow the Jewish ritual of hand washing before eating. The Jews, especially the Pharisees, do not eat until they have poured water over their cupped hands as required by their ancient traditions. Similarly, they don't eat anything from the market until they immerse their hands in water. This is but one of many traditions they have clung to, such as their ceremonial washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and the teachers of religious law asked Jesus, why don't your disciples follow our age-old tradition? They eat without first performing the hand-washing ceremony? Guys, there's nothing new under the sun. Okay, it talks about that in uh, Ecclesiastes. We did a message on that um, called Chasing the Wind, if you want to go check it out a couple episodes back. There's nothing new under the sun. Okay, what you see in the Bible is what you see today. It's just in a little bit of a different context, a little bit of different situation based on uh, the evolution of, of humanity, right? So Jesus is a total savage, and this is why I rock with him. Because if he wasn't a savage, I might not relate. But I love that he just speaks truth. Listen to this, speaking truth, to keep in mind people uh, of power at this time. The Pharisees were seen as like the most holy of people. Uh, they were in the temple all the time. Everybody looked up to them. Everybody came to them for the word of God. And they were, especially in that time when there was no, no entertainment, it was just straight like, can you tell me a story from uh, Leviticus? You know, like <laughs> that was seriously what, because people didn't have, you know, not every uh, civilian of Jerusalem or um, or, or of of, uh, of Galia had had a had a Bible, had the Old Testament, the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible. They didn't have that, so they had to go to the Pharisees to hear the word of God. Right. So he is talking to these position of power, and he's such a savage. Listen to this. Jesus replied, verse six says it in the Bible. Verse six. Jesus replied, you hypocrites. Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you, for he wrote, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They, their worship is a farce, but they teach man-made ideas as if they were commands from God. Okay, that was so good. Let's pause right there. Isn't it interesting that the party that is the furthest from God, which is why they call it leftist, uh, look it up. It's too much information to dive deep into. You know, there's liberalism and then there's leftism. And what we're seeing uh, in that political party is more leftism ideologies than liberal uh, ideologies. Because I, I feel like once upon a time, I kind of labeled myself in that kind of box, you know. But then I grew up, had kids, moved to Texas, and then actually did some homework and actually paid attention. And I saw, started seeing that, hey, I'm kind of not in that little leftist uh, vibe. And then I read the Bible. My eyes open. Now I'm on the other side. I don't know if I'm even on the other side. I'm just, you know, I'm just not 
I'm just definitely not a leftist, right? Anyway, but like it says in verse 7, let's read it again just so you can hear it. Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as if they were commands from God. Biden claims to be a Catholic. Then he says, on air, interviewed, in person, recently, he says a seven- or eight-year-old boy can determine his gender. Or some nonsense like that, worded maybe a little bit differently. Don't quote me on that, but it's definitely uh, the idea is what he said of, of that. You know, like he definitely said it. You can look it up. Uh, and he's all about just pleasing everything that represents an ideology that's so far left from the word of God. Like I said, it's flip-flop. It's, oh yeah, I'll support this right now. I'll support that right now. Oh, what's in right now? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right, I gotta stop being so silly. I'm just kind of pumped up right now. All right, verse eight. For you ignore God's law and substitute your own tradition. This is Jesus talking. For you ignore God's law and substitute your own tradition. I mean, guys, it's right here in black and white. I didn't go seeking this message after I wrote what I wrote about uh, everything that's going on. I was literally just honestly reading through Mark like I always do at night or in the morning, and it just popped up. Even on the last episode we were in Mark, this whole message just popped up, and it stemmed into what we're dealing with right now. God is king of coincidences, y'all. Let's go. Let's keep going a little further. Nine through sixteen. We're gonna read a little bit more uh, ahead, and then we'll talk about it. Then Jesus said, "You skillfully sidestep God's law in order to hold on to your own tradition. For instance, Moses gave you this law from God: honor your father and mother, and anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, "Sorry, I can't help you, for I have vowed to give to God what I would have given to you." In this way. Oh, man, he says, sorry, I can't help you for I vowed to give to God what I would have given to you. So basically he tells, oh, my gosh, I didn't even realize this until I just read it out loud. Jesus is saying that these Pharisees tell people instead of helping their their family uh, with the money that they have to give it to God. Oh, my gosh. Meaning give it to them. Give it to the temple. Oh, what crooks. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, you see how much money the the um, the Democrats raised? to try to uh, get that blue wave. I think it was like $585 million. And then uh, that billionaire put like $115 million in states like Texas and Florida to win uh, uh, to win Democratic votes. Isn't that hilarious how much money they put into that? Anyway, I don't know why I said that. I'm just, I'm, I, obviously I've been paying way too much attention to it. Anyway, let's keep going, guys. All right, verse 12. In this way, you let them disregard their needy parents, And so you cancel the word of God in order to hand down your own tradition. And this is only one example among many others. And then Jesus called to the crowd to come and hear. All of you listen, Jesus said, and try to understand it's not what goes into your body that defiles you. You are defiled by what comes from your heart. Ooh. Man, the part about flip-flopping to please their votes, their voters. Whatever the trend is, we will support defund the police. Okay, we can get behind that. Black Lives Matter, not a movement, but oh yeah, go ahead. You guys, the group that calls yourself Black Lives Matter, that's not really um, ran by people that are actually supporting a movement. uh, You guys go ahead and uh, burn down stores. We won't say anything. Oh, you guys are getting paid to actually be out here and protest, loot, and burn stuff down? Oh, that's great. Oh, George Soros is paying you, but we're not going to talk about that on the media? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we'll keep that on the hush-hush too. And here's the thing. 
I feel totally fine saying that because the friends that I have in my life who are black and my family that, that are black know my heart, just like God does. And oh, look at this. Would you looky here? How funny is this? Verses 20 to 23. And then Jesus added, it is what comes from inside that defiles you for uh, from within out of a person's heart comes evil thoughts, sexual immortality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these vile things come from within. They are what defile you. <sighs> Guys, the Bible is so real. The Bible is so real. It's the living word of God. I highly encourage you guys to read it. And I know a lot of you have been doing that uh, as of late. And I rock with that because it's, it's the book of truth, man. It's the book of truth. It speaks. And I love this so much. It's in a few of the gospels when I'm about to read you guys next. Uh, this is Mark 8, 34 through 38. And then calling, this is after um, Jesus predicts his death. And then calling to the crowd to join his disciples, Jesus said, if any of you want to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways and take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your own soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. He's talking about when he comes back in Revelation. When he comes back in glory, not coming back as the servant he was here as. If anyone is ashamed of me and my message. Okay, let's go a little bit deeper in that. If you're afraid to tell people who you vote for, how are you going to tell people you believe in Jesus? Verse 38 says, I'll read it to you one more time. If anyone is ashamed of me and my message, then Jesus will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of the holy angels. And I'm not telling you guys in the birdhouse, I'm not telling you guys that are listening uh, to go on Facebook and be like Trump 2020 or Kamala Harris 2020 because that's who's going to be the president. Uh, what I'm passionately saying is just don't be afraid to live your truth. All right. And on this show, man, I really struggled with, uh, I mean, you can kind of tell if you listen to every episode, you can kind of tell, um, that I had these opinions already. You can kind of tell that I had these, um, thoughts already and, uh, you kind of already knew who I was going to vote for. Uh, but I've been kind of, uh, reluctant to even talk about it in depth and I don't feel like I need to anymore. I feel like now that the election's here, um, I don't know. There's just something in me that feels like I just have to live my truth, man. I can't be afraid to lose potential listeners or listeners that I had that voted the other way that are just going to be so offended that they shut it off and never come back. You know, like I don't want those people anyway. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, I'm just here for truth, man. We have seen so much deception on the biggest levels imaginable guys. We have seen so much deception on the biggest levels imaginable smoke screens, lies, the most hateful lies too, by calling somebody racist and sexist and xenophobic because he locked down, uh, travel from China to stop a virus. I mean, come on, my dudes. We're better than that. The biggest levels imaginable have been lying to us for years. And now they're censoring us. 
Now they're censoring us. Politics lied to us. Media, big tech, celebrities, Epstein's Island, Eric Snowden. Look up Eric Snowden. Oh my gosh, they track what we say on our phones. Like for real, for real. This dude is a whistleblower for the CIA. And now he has to live in like Sweden because he blew the whistle on what they do uh, with our phones. So I might get taken out like JFK. If, if, I, if I'm not, I, I, if they said I killed myself, I ain't killed myself, y'all. I don't want to kill myself, all right? So uh, if you if you see me kick the bucket, just know I lived a healthy life. I was good. Uh, I was just trying to speak truth. I have a little little audience. I ain't nothing yet. Don't cancel me. Don't kill me. Uh, I'm just trying to tell these people to uh, that do listen to live your truth. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to take you out because the, the 65 people every week that listen, uh, yeah, you have a big influence on them. So we're just going to take you out. Uh, the list goes on, man, of people that have just been lying to us in the deception, man. And I, that's why I just really feel like truth is king right now. And I really do feel like that's why y'all come back to the show because, you know, I keep it real. Uh, you know, I'm going to tell you that uh, I suck at times and I'm going to tell you what I struggle with and I'm going to tell you what I see, how I see the world and how I see it on this faith journey. This faith journey has really just exposed a lot of things in my heart and my eyes and my mind about what is happening in the social climate around us. I see the world differently. I used to just, you know, I used to kind of check out, you know, my whole life uh, of the last three years before I came on this journey uh, was about seeing the world in a funny angle. You know, so like even if something was going completely wrong or people were lying, I would just make jokes out of the lie. But now I'm trying to see the world in a truthful way because of this pursuit that I'm on, you know, because I don't ever want to lead somebody to something that's not truth. I always want to lead somebody to uh, lead people to something that is truth. And that's what the good news is. That's what the word is. That's what God is. You know, like the the presence of God is the greatest feeling you can have in the in, in, in the entire world. So I know what that feeling is firsthand. Uh, I know how it feels to be in the Bible when things come to you in your head that have never been there before and the feeling that you get and the way the, the, the Bible speaks back to you. Like, I know what that feeling is. and I want other people to experience that. So that's why I do this show. Uh, and of course, you know, we're going to have crazy weeks like this in the future where something goes down and I'm going to have to talk about it because this is kind of my outlet. You know, I've had to really not like cut off my friends, but I've had to really tighten um, the amount of people I talk to like a lot, you know, I haven't seen my wife's family in like a month and some change. I've just been deep in the books. Uh, Armani's passing took a lot out of me and, uh, I've just been writing, man, writing and reading. So, so that's basically just the life that I'm living right now. It's just trying to find as much truth as possible because my whole life felt like a lie, dude. It just like, even like I did an episode about pornography, I think it was episode four, um, and how like they just lied to us about everything in this culture that we live in and we grew up in thinking that America is like the greatest place and everything they do is right. You know, I don't know. Maybe I don't maybe y'all don't relate to that. I, maybe that's just me that really just got I got kind of duped. y'all. I got kind of duped with like the way uh, society works. And I especially with reading the word, you really just see the way we were created to be, you know, as people and just uh, man, even when they talk about just like having the meditation of of just in, in God's word and just being one-on-one with that. Like it's so much, it does so much wonders for your brain and you don't ever see that anywhere. Nobody talks about that. People always just try to like sell you something that makes you feel, Oh, pay for this meditation, pay for this yoga, pay for this, pay for that to get this feeling. And it's like, man, you don't even have to pay for it, for it, man. God just speaks to you through the word. And man, I'm just, just trying to tell people truth and encourage you guys, man, to live your truth. Like I grow as I grow and you grow. That's the message of the show, right? So how how am I supposed to grow if you're not growing with me? 
And so that's why I just I try to encourage you guys as as I'm being encouraged. So I'm encouraging myself, honestly, to like live more of a truth, you know, and I feel like I already do a good job with that. But I do feel like there's always room for improvement, always room for growth. All right. So truth is king. Remember that Jesus is king. Truth is king. And even if you have to suffer the consequences and persecution of living that truth, it's going to be worth it. I mean, look at myself. I may lose half my audience for even having this take on what's going on right now. I might lose half my audience, which sucks. But at the end of the day, uh, we're going to be all right. Are you going to be all right? I just can't hide in the bushes and pretend I don't have any cards in the game. All right. I don't even know if that's an expression, but it is now. And I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, we, we were in Mark chapter seven and eight. If you want to go read that, we've been in Mark, uh, the last two episodes, uh, the last few episodes, um, have been amazing. Uh, it's been so fun to just do this show, man. feel, I mean, I'm mean, doing longer and longer shows because I have so much to say to you guys and I have so much to, uh, to write about, about what's going on in the world and what's going on in, in, in my life and in, in my ministry and, uh, my studies. So, uh, thank you just so much for listening, man. Every time I say that, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. And uh, please share the episode if you enjoyed it. Don't share it with anybody that uh, hates Trump because that's a weird one too, man. It's a weird one because you can't really crack people on their opinions about the president or the um, the other candidates. You know, uh, once people have their opinion, it's pretty pretty glued. It's pretty glued shut um, because there's this. It's what they do, man. They just they add and they stack and they. They stack your hatred for somebody, man. And it's sad because that's the reason that uh, it looks like he's going to lose because the the hate was better than the love. You know, like people voted for Biden because they hate Trump. Nobody loves Biden. But he had like 18 people. But he had 18 people at every rally sitting in like little weird circles and nobody was clapping. You know, like nobody wants mandated mask. Nobody's really afraid of COVID like he wants you to be afraid of COVID, you know, and it just sucks that that's the reason he gets in the office is because people are um, conditioned to hate Trump, you know, and it's just, it's just sad, dude. It's sad. I wish that that wasn't the situation, but it's the cards were dealt right now, y'all. So just keep living your truth is what I encourage you to do. Take voting seriously the next time around. Really look into candidates for your own. Don't let the media fool you because like we said with the polls, uh, they're wrong. Uh, the media is wrong. Like they said with the, the racist comments and the sexist comments, uh, black women and white women voted for Trump more this, this year than they did in 16. Black people voted more for him. Uh, Asian people, uh, Hispanic people. So that's crazy. That's crazy. It just, it just shows you, man, that, that there's, there's not truth in media right now. And it's sad because we, we need it because they're the middleman. But it is what it is, baby. You know what? We got truth. Jesus is king. That's it. Jesus is king. Truth is king. That's the name of the episode. Have a great day.